Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Brachas Tafnun Ches. We are starting about the seventh line with the words of Yaakov Bar Acha. And in the Vilna Surah Sadaf, it's Memam and Aleph, five lines up from the bottom with those same words of Yaakov Bar Acha. And today's daf is sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miram Sarabas of Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. I think Markety was talking about forgetting something that's supposed to be said during Shemana Esrei. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha quotes Rabbi Shimon Bar Abba B'Shem Rabbi Lazar, Safik Hisker Shal Rishchaydesh, Safik Lai Hisker. Let's see, as a Safik, he doesn't know if he mentioned that of Rishchaydesh. He doesn't know if he said Yalav Yavai or not. We make him go back. So the Gemara asks, To where does he go back? So Shem Barva says, If he already uprooted his feet, meaning he already started taking three steps back at the end of Shemayna Esrei, he goes back all the way to the beginning of Shemayna Esrei. But if not, he goes back to Abayda, he goes back to Ritzei. Now, Amar Vyudim and Pazi, he see Adas, let's say he was Mesiach Das, Kamisha Akras Raglov. That's as if he uprooted his feet, meaning he finished Shemayna Esrei. And for whatever reason, he spaced out and he just simply didn't take those three steps back. It's considered like he finished Mina Esrei. It's considered like he's completely done and he's not able to go back to Ritzei. He has to go all the way back to the beginning of Shemana Esrei. But now we have a question regarding the following. In regards to the Tachanunim that are said after Shemana Esrei, we're not so sure if that's considered like finishing Shemana Esrei or not. Now, what are these Tachanunim? So according to the Charedim, this is referring to a person saying certain Tachanunim after he already took three steps back. Whereas according to Chaim Kanievsky, it's referring to the Tachanunim that a person says after they finish Shemana Esrei, but before they take their three steps back. And either which way, the question is, since he definitely finished Shemayna Esrei, he's just saying the Tachanunim, is it considered like now he's finished, and since he only remembered now that he didn't say Yalav Yavai, he would have to go all the way back to the beginning of Shemayna Esrei, or since he's still technically in the middle of a Shemayna Esrei, because the Tachanunim are in addition to his Shemayna Esrei, maybe he only has to go back to Ritzei. And we end this off with a question. I think Mark continues, Rav Abba Bridge of Chiyab or Abba quotes Rav Chiyab Hashem Rav Yechanan, Haikar Batayra, let's say a person's reading the Torah, meaning he got an aliyah and he's in the middle of reading the Torah. Now it's important to note that back in the day, when a person got an aliyah, it's not that he made a bracha and then the Balkare started reading. He would make the bracha and he would read from the Torah. He was the Balkare. So this fellow got an aliyah and he starts reading and then he became quiet, which means he all of a sudden became a mute. He wasn't able to continue. Zeshu, the one that comes to replace him, he has to start from the place that the first one started, meaning he has to make the brachas on the Torah again and he starts from where that first person started. And the reason for that is as follows. Because if you're going to say that that the second person should start from where the first person had stopped, the first psukim that were read by that first guy had a bracha made before them, but not after them, and the later psukim that were read by the second guy, they're going to have a bracha made after them and not before them, and that's a problem. Uksid, because the Pasuk says, the Torah is tamima, it's complete. The Torah should be complete, which means that whenever a person is reading from the Torah, it has to have a bracha before and afterwards. So therefore, this fellow who's replacing the person that became mute in the middle of his aliyah goes back to the beginning of that aliyah so we can have those psukim being read, having a bracha before and after them. And once we start talking about Kriyas Atari, the Gemara continues, Tani, we have a Braisa, Two people aren't allowed to read the Torah and one person being the Matar game. Now, what does that mean, one person being a Matar game? So back in the day, it used to work that the person got an aliyah, he would read the Torah, and then he would stop after a Pasuk or so, and someone else would do the Targum, he would translate or he would explain what was just said. And actually, the Temanim nowadays still do this. They have the person reading 
reading the Torah, and then they have someone doing the Tirjum, which is the Targum. So we just learned that two people aren't allowed to read the Torah at the same time and have one person being the Matargame. And Amrav Zeira, he explains, why not? Because of the Bracha. What does it mean because of the Bracha? Well, both of them would have to make the Bracha, and so they would have to say, Baruch Hashem HaMavayrach. And the reason why they both can't say that is because the word Baruch implies that one person is saying it, and he's instructing multiple people who are listening to him that they should bless Hashem. Baruch You plural should bless Hashem. And we know the Pasuk says, God Lula Hashem E.T. You shall make Hashem great with me. Implying there's only one person here who's making this announcement of Baruch and then there's multiple people listening. It can't be that there's two people simultaneously saying Baruch Hu. Rucham Kanyaski explains differently. He says it's simply a bracha levatala. We only have to have one bracha on the Torah. So that means that one person over here is going to be making a bracha levatala. But now the Gemara says that can't be the reason because Vatani, we have a brass that says, Lo We're not allowed to have two people that are in the Metargamin and one person reading. Are you going to say that the reason why two people aren't allowed to be Metargim is because of the bracha? The people that are being Metargim don't make a bracha and still we see that two people aren't allowed to be Metargim. So it must be that it doesn't have anything to do with the bracha. Ella must be. Two sounds can't go into one ear. Meaning, when we have two people saying the same thing, it's going to come out slightly differently. Each person says it in a slightly different manner, perhaps at a slightly different pace. And a person listening is not going to be able to process these two things that are being said and it's going to confuse him. He's not going to have a clarity with what's going on. So that's why we're not allowed to have two people being metargame. And for the same reason, we're not allowed to have two people reading either. But now the Gemara Nun Chasam top brings a slightly different Brysa. Tani we have a Brysa. Shnaim Karen Bataira. Two people are allowed to read the Taira. But two people are not allowed to read Navi, meaning two people aren't allowed to read the Haftarah at the same time. And Omar of Ula, Rav Ula explains why that is. People are familiar with the Torah. So therefore, even though two people are reading the Torah, the listeners are going to be able to process what's being said because they know the Pesukim already. But people aren't familiar with Navi, so that's why two people are not allowed to read Navi. Now we had said in the Mishnah, and this is referring to when a Shleich Tzibur made a mistake, so we have to switch him out with someone else. So at that point in time, when we go over to the replacement and we say, hey, can you be the Shleich Tzibur instead of this fellow that made the mistake? That fellow should not refuse. He shouldn't say, no, I'm not fitting to be a Shleich Tzibur, not right now. He's got to run up and do it right away. Now, Rav Yishuah Dramaya, Rav Yishuah Dramaya says, Shlosha Devarim Ruban Umiyutan Ra. There's three things that too much or too little of it is no good. Uben Nisan Yafeh. But an average amount is good. Hasar, yeast, vahamelach, and salt, vahaseruv, and refusal. Bitchila, in the beginning, Mesarev, he should refuse. So when they come over to you and they say, Would you like to down for the Amud? You're supposed to say, No, I'm not fitting. Really, it's not for me. No, thank you. Shniya, the second time they ask, Ma'amem, a person should stir. He should start moving as if he's going to go davin. Rishlishis, and by the third time they ask, Ratz Uba, he should run and go to the Amud. Now, story about refusing to down for the Amud. Rav Chuna, and really the proper gear says, Rebbe Yezer, Haviyasa B'chad Kenishta. He was sitting in a base Knesset. All Chazana V'atrachachad Yeol. The Chazin, which means the Gabai, he went to a certain person and he was making him Meshuggah. V'atrach means he was being Matriachim. He was pastoring him to go down for the Amud. But the person didn't accept, meaning even after three times, the person didn't go up to down for the Amud. Now, Besaifa, after the Tefillah, Asla Gabi Rebbe that fellow who refused to down for the Amud went to Rebbe and Amr he told him, Please don't be upset at me. Begin to It's only because I wasn't misar, which either means I wasn't awake enough or I wasn't inspired enough. According to the Pnei Maisha, it means that I wasn't feeling well. That's the only reason why I didn't down for the Amud. So don't be upset at me that I refused so many times. Amalei Rebbe told him, I'm not upset at you. I'm upset at the one that made you Meshuggah to go down for the Amud. He should have realized that after three times of refusing, you had a real reason to say no and he shouldn't have continued asking you. And now regarding a were making a mistake. Betitai ishtatak ba'oifanaya. Betitai, who was the name of a fellow who was davening for the Amud, he became a mute in the middle of Berchus Kriyashma by Oifanaya, which means he all of a sudden stopped 
and he wasn't able to continue. So Asan Rishayin Lerav Avon, they came and asked Rav Avon, where does he replace Menchaz and take him over? So Armelein Rav Avon, B'Shem Rabbi Yeshua Ben Levi, Zesha Ever Tachtov, the one that's going to replace him, Yaswa Makam Shapasak, he should start from where the person stopped, meaning he should start from Vaifanim. Armelein, they asked him, Vataninin, but we learned, Mitchilas Abracha Shatazah, that we have to go back to the beginning of the bracha that that fellow made a mistake in. And since he made a mistake in the middle of the bracha of Yoytzer HaMa'eres, so the new Chazan should have to go back to the beginning of that bracha, he shouldn't be able to start from the middle. So Armelein, he explained to them, since everyone answered Kedusha, what does that mean to answer Kedusha? Everyone just said, it's as if right now, is the beginning of a bracha. In other words, the bracha of Yetzir is split up into three individual sections. We have the beginning of the bracha, up until Kadash, 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 Kadash ends that first section and Vaifanim begins the second section. Baruch Hashem Kaimai ends that second section and begins the third section. And since everyone already said Kadash, 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 so now it's like the beginning of the bracha, and therefore the replacement chazan begins from Vaifanim. Now to brand new halacha, halacha da'ala, the Mishnah says, teva, one that's happening for the Amud, lo yana achar kaihanim amen. He should not answer amen after the kaihanim's birchas kaihanim, because he's going to get confused. Let's remember, they weren't davening out of Sidorim. So that means that he has to keep track in his mind where are we holding over here? So on and so forth. And if he answers Amen after the Vishmarecha of the Kaihanim, he might get confused. Wait, where am I holding? So he shouldn't be answering Amen. He just has to make sure that he knows exactly where he's holding in Birchas Kaihanim. Now the Mishnah says, Sham Elahu. If he's the only Kain in Shul and he's the Shleach Tzibur, Lo says Kapav. He shouldn't do Birchas Kaihanim at all because he's going to get confused when he finishes Birchas Kaihanim how he's supposed to start the next Bracha. Which is Sim Shalim, and therefore no Berchas Kayanim at all. However, if he's confident that he's going to be able to do Berchas Kayanim, and he's going to be able to go back to his Tfilah, and he's not going to make any mistakes, so he's allowed to. Now the Gemara tells us, Tani, we have a Brisa, a Parsis, Shema, someone who's Paris Shema, someone that downs for the Amud, one that does Berchas Kayanim, one that gets an Aliyah, one that gets the Aftarah, and anyone that makes any Bracha on any of the Mitzvahs that said in the Torah, he shouldn't answer Amen after his own bracha. And if he did do so, he's a boar. He's a simpleton. There are those that teach this as There are those that teach this as He's actually a chacham. And Amar Chesda, he says that there's no steer in between these two different ways of saying the bracha. The one that says that he's a chacham for answering Amen after his bracha, that's referring to when he answers Amen at the end of a whole grouping of brachas. So him saying Amen after his bracha indicates that there's no more brachas to be said, that shows that he's a chacham. Umandamar hareiz a boor, but the one that says he's a boor, ba'inal kol bracho bracha, that's referring to one who answers amen after every bracha that he says, that shows that he's a boor, because by answering amen, he's implying that there's no more brachas to be said, and then he begins another bracha, so then he's a boor. Now by Ashkenazim, the only place we see this nowadays is by benching. We say, baruchat Hashem, ba'inav rachma v'yishalayim, amen. So we answer amen after our own bracha. However, the Sephardim have more of this. At the end of Shemayin Esrei, they say, baruchat Hashem, by Meirev, they say, and a few other times as well. And again, the idea is, like what we just said, it's because we're indicating that we've just finished a whole number of brachas, and there's no more brachas after this. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about Birchus Kaihanim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.